Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To the one with pretty much nobody agrees with us, Johan. Um, and that is, <laughs> <laughs> that is immigration. Oh, my God. Um, and again, this one, I mean, people think that the left somehow is pro-immigration and the right is anti-immigration, at least in the U.S. That's not true at all. They're both anti-immigration for various reasons. The, uh, Bernie Sanders has often said that he's, he doesn't want more immigrants because it lowers wages. It's bad for unions. It's all, all things like that. And, and of course, we know, we know Trump and, and what the Republican Party's view of immigration is. But so before we get to why what is the what what is good about immigration what's the benefit of immigration more people <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 to lots of people that sounds awful yep. we don't want more people we have enough problems with the ones we have um because you tend to think historically that then uh, this is the has been the complaint from the kind of Malthusian uh, leftists and conservatives more people means more mouths to feed more problems basically while always forgetting that it means more brains and more hands who can work and can accomplish new things and come up with new and better ideas to do things and and that case is it's very similar to the case for free trade because mm -hmm. it means that uh, more people who can do things locally as well because not everything can be uh, bought and sold digitally or put on a uh, container uh, tanker uh, the whole service sector is dependent on people being here. You can't ship your home uh, to the Philippines to clean it up and take it back or, or sort of put our haircut out there and, and get it back like that. It means that more people are available to come up with new ideas and to work and to exchange with us. And uh, the major difference with that in trade is that the benefits are much larger if we really had open trade, uh, open immigration. Uh, the um, What economists who have looked at it talk about how sort of a really back of the envelope calculation that allowing people to move to the place where their job is in higher demand would increase uh, the world economy by uh, roughly doubling it. Yes. So there are trillion dollar bills on the payment because around two thirds of the wage you get is actually dependent on where you happen to be born. Mm -hmm. It's not your education. You can have exactly the same education. You can be an engineer or a doctor with exactly the same kind of, of education. If you're born in the wrong place, you don't have those opportunities because you don't have institutions, the, the openness, the, the property rights and so on. And you don't have complementary technology and other workers that make yourself more productive. Yes, I mean, in a sense, I think if we had complete free trade globally, and if we had capitalism everywhere, the need for immigration would be reduced because we'd be free everywhere and productivity would rise. But the fact is there's such, I mean, if, if, if the same worker from Africa comes to the United States, his productivity automatically rises because 
of the innovation, the machinery, the equipment, the computers that we have in the United States that he doesn't have access to in Africa. Just that move increases productivity and therefore increases the value that he adds, the economic value that he adds. And that's where you get this doubling effect. So quite right. That's why Swedes became so much richer when they uh, migrated to the US. Yep. Because it was the land of the free. So suddenly they, their hard work and their ideas was suddenly, uh, they could benefit from it and profit from it. Yeah, and Bernie Sanders never mentions that, that Swedes in the US are actually richer than Swedes in Sweden, even today. Yeah, that's right. And, 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 and by the way, life expectancy when, is the same. Life expectancy is yeah. not different. Um, yeah, so Swedes have done very well in America, as has everybody who's come here, relative to where they left. Yeah. Uh, so, so one of the big one of the big arguments against immigration, right, both in Europe and in the United States, is, well, you can't have immigrants, immigration, and actually even Milton Friedman, who I hate to disagree with on economics, but even Milton Friedman said, you know, you can't have open immigration and welfare, right? Because what will happen is people will come just to get the welfare. What's the argument against that? Well, first of all, I think there's a, a simple um, answer, and that's, okay, so let's make sure that they don't get the welfare state. <laughs> Rather than building a wall around our country, let's build a wall around the welfare state. Well, if you don't agree with the assumption of, of, of abolishing it for everybody, then why don't do it here? Make sure that, for example, uh, social security and uh, welfare systems, you pay into those systems and you get something only if you work for it. And I mean, Sweden has made a small transition into that by reforming social security pension uh, benefits, because now it's dependent on what you pay into the system. It's not any kind of defined uh, benefit. It's a defined contribution system. Now, if you do that in, in various uh, well, parts of the welfare state that would deal, I think, with uh, with this criticism. But uh, but apart from that, even in our system, I, I would say that uh, and the U.S. system, it's then an empirical question. So, do they use the the welfare state more? Do they cost more and and uh, and, and skip work? Well, from all the research that I've done in in various places, I learned that. Migrants don't go anywhere because they are, they don't have initiative or an interest in hard work. You don't cross an ocean. You do it because you want to improve your life and make life better. If you have a good chance to do that, for example, in the US with the relative free market that's there, uh, then that's what you're going to do. And you'll see very high employment levels. You'll see, well, the latest data I saw on uh, Medicaid was that if U.S. Uh, natives use Medicaid uh, as much or as little as immigrants did, it would be reduced the cost by 42% straight away because they, they don't rely on those systems for various reasons. In some parts of Europe, I think it's the other way around and Sweden might get close to that once in a while. It depends a little bit on when you arrive and the business cycle, culture, various things. But that's because we make it incredibly difficult to start working for outsiders, for asylum seekers and so on. But we make it incredibly easy to get 
funds from from the the government and and welfare payments and then obviously we distorted we destroyed the incentives that should be there uh, but i'd say that's our mistake rather than the mistake of the immigrants that's our fault so to what extent i mean sweden is is an interesting example and it's always used as a model uh, a negative model about immigration, right? Because you've got, you had a, a, a large percentage of the population now, relatively speaking, are immigrants, mostly Muslim immigrants from the Middle East. Um, these are considered, if you will, the worst kind of immigrants, right? Because they come from a very different culture and they supposedly are bringing this really bad culture into Sweden. So give us a bit of an update on, on where we are in Sweden in terms of immigration, uh, in terms of work, in terms of culture. There's the stories about rape. Um, you know, give us a little bit of uh, from Sweden. Uh, some, some, some. Uh, what does it look like today? Um, the, the situation of immigration in Sweden. Yeah, well, Sweden has been an immigrant country since at least sort of big time. If you look at big numbers since the 1990s, and that's from the Balkan Wars, and uh, people came from former Yugoslavia to to Sweden, but also Latin America and, and so on. And um, and then we had a second wave in the last 15 years or so from uh, the Middle East, from war zones like Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan, and so on. And that makes up many of the migrants, but also parts of uh, Africa, which means that we've had lots of refugee immigration rather than labor immigration. And lots of people who don't have not just equivalent education to what Swedish natives do, but some of them very, very little or even none. Um, and that has obviously created problems for a Swedish social model that even though it's changed a lot since the 1970s and the 1980s, this is not your granddaddy's sort of socialism, it's not a Bernie Sanders country anymore. Um, and But yet we do have some areas of the labor market where we haven't uh, liberalized it. So we have, for example, we don't have minimum wages in Sweden. The government is not allowed to sort of tell us what to pay people. But we have very strong collective bargaining because the trade unions are fairly powerful in many areas. So in most sectors, the average minimum wage, a de facto minimum wage, not a legal one, but the de facto one is around 70 to 80% of the median wage in those sectors. And that means if you arrive in this country and for one reason or another, you, you might be young without the skills or you might be an Eritrean immigrant who doesn't know how to read or write in Swedish and you are only 65% as productive as the median Swede you're priced out of the market. You cannot do the work. So obviously we have a huge challenge when it comes to integration and assimilation in Sweden because of those stupid mistakes, I would say, the areas that aren't reformed in our economy. And yet, despite all of this, and I think this is a major challenge that we're gonna have to deal with, but yet uh, the average employment level among uh, the foreign born in Sweden is around 70%. And, uh, that's actually higher than the average employment level in much of Southern Europe. Mm 
Yeah. So it tells you that it's not the disaster that they would have you think on Fox News mm-hmm. or something like that. Slowly and steadily, they are entering the labor market and integrating into society. But it takes much, much longer than it could. And it, it are you seeing that, if you will, assimilation into, into Swedish culture? Because a lot of the complaints about immigration are around culture and around behavior and and is that is that happening well it is definitely happening if you're looking at uh, for example the world value surveys on when they're trying to look at attitudes among um, immigrants in sweden we can see that even then what's supposed to be then the most difficult group to integrate middle eastern immigrants with uh, a muslim upbringing uh, yes, they do hold less emancipatory views, such as sort of gender equality and, and um, uh, tolerance against uh, uh, homosexuality, things like that. But interestingly, even in this first generation, they are much more than tolerant than the countries that they come from. Yep. Uh, so they're somewhere halfway between origin and destination and actually close to the views of uh, Southern European Catholic uh, states when it comes to this. And the longer they've been in Sweden, the more Swedish their values become. Um, but, but obviously it takes some time. And if we shut them out of the labor market, if it's so difficult to get a work and it's so easy to become welfare dependent, well, mm-hmm. then you're stuck with your family, with your clan and with your tradition and you don't meet Swedes with other values. And, and then again, it takes much longer than it should do. Yeah, and it's interesting because people always complain about economic migration as just coming to get a job and improve your own economic well-being is a bad thing. And yet that's the kind of migration that doesn't suffer even from these issues. They, they assimilate quicker because, and they get to work faster. And it's the economic migrants that actually integrate much, much faster than do kind of the refugees that are, that are not there necessarily because they, they want it to be there. Yeah, exactly. And this is, uh, I've, I've never understood this, why people are so hostile to labor immigration, because when we look at our own history, and you know, Swedes treasure the example of the Carl Oscar, which is a famous fictional character from a book by a novel, a series of novels by Willem Moberg, who bravely then crossed the ocean, created a new life in the the United States and and so on. Um, Yeah, he was an economic immigrant. Mm -hmm. He just wanted to feed his family, put food on the table because he couldn't do that in a backward authoritarian country like Sweden back back in the day. Uh, and, And obviously, as you point out, then you you're heading for integration and assimilation with those values because you you want to make it into the labor market, into that culture, into those neighborhoods. And and for one, I think that uh, all immigration should be labor immigration. Yes. That's the idea. I mean, you're not going somewhere to live on welfare. You're going there to... to, make sure that you create a better life for you and your loved ones by, by working hard. That's, that's the intent of, of everybody who, tra- uh, who, who migrates. And if it's not, they, well, they really shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I've, I've long argued that in the United States, one, one way to dramatically increase immigration in a healthy way is just to say anybody who can get a job is welcome. Any kind of job, 
because I don't believe central planners should decide whether engineers are more needed than apple pickers. I think the market should decide that. And then anybody who wants a job and can get one should be allowed in, you know, as long as they're not, and I think you, you talk about this in the book, yeah, as long as they're not criminals and terrorists and carry infectious diseases, you know, let them in, let them yeah. into work because we know yeah. trade is win-win, is value And I think this is also something that people miss all the time. They think that, yeah, yeah, if we can get the Nobel laureates, <laughs> yeah. that's that's fine because yeah. we we want them. But hey, how do you become a Nobel laureate? Uh, again, Leonardo, Michelangelo, they they shouldn't have been forced to produce their own food because that wouldn't leave much time for the other things. Well, how do you become a Nobel laureate by focusing on research mm-hmm. and then getting low skilled migrants who can do the housework. The, cleaning, uh, being the nanny, taking care of the kids and so on, that has liberated thousands and millions of people from uh, being stopped from focusing on what they're really good at, specifically women. You, lots of you as women have their career to thank for this kind of low-skilled migration. Absolutely. And, and if, if we think about uh, Nobel laureates or, or really, really smart people or one in whatever, a million well, then the more people we have, the more of them there are going to be. What we need today, what I call the new intellectual, would be any man or woman who is willing to think. Meaning, any man or woman who knows that man's life must be guided by reason, by the intellect, not by feelings, wishes, whims, or mystic revelations. Any man or woman who values his life and who does not give, want to give in to today's cult of despair, cynicism, and impotence, and does not intend to give up the world to the dark ages and to the rule of the collectivist brutes. All right, before we go on, reminder, please like the show. We've got 163 live listeners right now, uh, 30 likes. That should be at least 100. I figure at least 100 of you actually like the show. Maybe there are like 60 of the Matthews out there who hate it. But, but at least the people who are liking it, you know, I want, to see, I want to see a thumbs up. There you go. Start liking it. I want to see that go to 100. All it takes is a click of a, a, click of a, a thing, whether you're looking at this. Uh, and, and, you know, the likes matter. It, it's not an issue of my ego. It's an issue of the algorithm. The more you like something the more the algorithm likes it. So, you know, and if you don't like the show, give it a thumbs down. Let's see your actual views being reflected in the likes. But uh, if you like it, don't just sit there, help get the show promoted. Of course, you should also share and uh, you can support the show at youronbrookshow.com slash support or on Patreon or Subscribestar or Locals. Uh, and uh, and show your support for all for, for for the work for the value hopefully you're receiving from this and uh, and of course don't forget if you're not a subscriber even if you even if you just come here to troll or even if you're here like Matthew to defend Marx uh, then uh, you should subscribe because that way you'll know when to show up you'll know what shows are on when they're on you'll get notified right so um, yes like. Share, subscribe, support. Like, share, subscribe, support. There you go. Easy. Do one or all of those, please.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.